<laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> um, Does I it mean... record that? Does it record saying now recording? No, or... I wish it uh, did. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I think that that's part of the thing. Um, he doesn't start recording until he's done saying that. Uh, oh, so you okay. Have a second to like, ooh, you know. Um. Anyway, a little sip of coffee. Nice. Uh, all right, you want oh, to get into it? Huh? Yeah, sure. I, oh, I had a small okay. coffee story if you wanted to hear that first, but we don't, it's a dumb story. We don't have to get into it. No, we're going to start with that. Uh, <laughs> hello, good morning, or good afternoon, good night, whatever. Uh, the saltiness is back. Jacob, <laughs> you were just telling me about a coffee story you had. Yeah, dude, it's uh, you know, just it's absolutely yeah. fascinating, a thrilling story uh, about how I, I have gone back to work and mm-hmm. I don't like making coffee in the morning because I like just like sleeping in as much as possible and then just like getting ready, get dressed, eating and just getting out of the apartment, you know? It's completely um, and before I left work, before the pandemic, uh, you know, I, there's just free coffee. I could have coffee pretty much whenever I wanted when I was at work. Um, so I went back, right? (laughs) Um, and I went back and I worked in the R and D department and we were like in a separate building where there's not much people. And most of the people in that building can actually work from home. So when I went back, there was like very few people, like probably less than five people in that building. Um, yeah, but I have to go to the main building, which has much more people. So that's a bummer. But anyway, that the smaller building has uh, a little uh like a small kitchen basically like there's a microwave coffee machine fridge you know uh in a sink so i went over there and you know there's no coffee there's not a toilet in there is there uh no not not next to the the kitchen area but there is a toilet in the building (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. I was hoping there was one <laughs> next to the sink that you could... Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, so I look at the coffee machine, and it looks, you know, like there's no coffee in it. It looks like it hasn't really been used in a while. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe they stopped. Maybe I'm not allowed to make coffee here because already, of the pandemic, you know? Like, that know could be... <laughs> Like that's, I don't know about you, but I thought that was a reasonable thought. Oh, no, that makes a ton of sense. That makes a ton of right? sense. So then uh, uh, I'm working on, I'm starting to get back into the project I was working on before I left. And uh, my supervisor, uh, I'm talking to him. He's like, okay, go uh, get this thing real quick. I need my second cup of coffee. I'm like, where are you getting the coffee? And uh, so he brings me cause, uh, to the new break room because they built some Uh, stuff there and there's a coffee machine there and i'm like dang i didn't know this was here i thought i wasn't allowed to make coffee in this small building and i didn't know where the new break room was and he's like what you you can still make coffee over there there's just no one over there so you might have to drink the whole pot yourself (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even think of that (laughs) so you're Uh, like Oh, I've got a whole pot of coffee to myself now. <laughs> From here on up. Dude, oh my god. I mean, I re- he told me this at like 1 p.m. or something. So I was like, well, I don't want to have coffee now or I won't sleep. So I went, I only worked. Yeah, dude, I worked three days this week. And uh, 
the entire week I had no coffee and I was like, fuck, I'm so tired. <laughs> That's good, and I though. just could have made it. I just could have made it, but no, I just assumed I could have. <laughs> could have been living off a whole pot of coffee the whole time. That's I a, know. I Dude, that. I wouldn't even have to get a cup. I could have just brought the pot with me. Dude, drink it straight out of the pot. Exactly. Like, tilt your head back and just pour it in there. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> now, was this new break room a secret break room? Like, did they, did they like, pull on, like, a book on a bookshelf and then a wall turned around or, like, twist a... Yeah, actually, you know, well, it wasn't a bookshelf, though. It was the, uh... Um... <laughs> right, right. This is a, this is a, uh, this is, like, an engineering place. Right, it's an, it's right. an optics company, so there's actually, yes, uh... <laughs> there's a giant eyeball in the wall that they... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a giant eyeball with a monocle <laughs> that looked so it. terrifying you wouldn't want to go near it unless you knew mm. what was behind it, you know? Mm. Yeah, so they had, like, lids. Or, all right, I see. I got it. I- I'm picturing yeah. this now. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. No wonder you, you couldn't find the place. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. Any other coffee exploits? Um... Oh, right before we started making this podcast, I accidentally made too much coffee. Oh um, my god! In, we have a we have a French press, and I accidentally put too much <laughs> coffee grounds in, and then I put too much water in, and then it was just overflowing while I was trying to like press it down, and then it overflowed when I was trying to pour it. It was messy, but I poured a, poured uh, a big coffee cup. <laughs> I love that. I love when they have <laughs> my brother. My brother. Uh, and his wife have one that's just uh it's like a french press but it's supposed to be like a micro like super press and it only makes one oh, cup of coffee uh <laughs> it, yeah it looks like a giant syringe it's it's honestly really lame interesting but, uh, it, yeah. it makes a one... really good cup of coffee but that's nice one. yeah one's not that much although i don't usually drink that much coffee i guess it'd be fine for like me if I was living by myself, but like, yeah, if you're like she living with like, mm. but she does. Yeah, I drink a shitload of coffee. This is coffee <laughs> cast. It's just, it's just <laughs> coffee and beans. I mean, the Bean Baron poster. You know, it's, we're the yeah. Bean Barons. Uh, yeah, we're I actually switching we're... from human pasta to Bean Baron. It's our new <laughs> channel. Oh <name>. yeah. <laughs> Check out the hashtag Shaw logo, uh, yeah, Shaw Academy logo. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that nobody emptied that pot of coffee the entire time. Oh. And so I was expecting like... Dude, I was gone for like, three months. <laughs> That's oh, what I was thinking. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You're going to go to the break room. There's, there's not going to be a coffee machine. There's going to be a forest where the coffee machine was. <laughs> um... That's what I thought immediately. Because that's happened to me. There was, uh, you know, when I didn't live here and I used to just visit here, every now and again, because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't always bring my French press out here. Because like, I, when I lived in the city and I was going to school, uh, I would come up here to my brother's because he's got a big basement and I would work on like cosplay and stuff down there. And um, I would... <clears throat> Make a pot of coffee, like a big pot of coffee, and I wouldn't always finish it. So I, I used to do it at home before I figured out the French press. I'd make a giant, I'd make like 10 cups of coffee. I'd maybe have like two or three in the morning, 
but then I would freeze the rest of it. I would either freeze it as ice cubes or freeze it. Yeah, or I'd just cool it down for iced coffee. But you know you know what's a cool trick? If you if you make a pot of coffee, let it cool down, pour it into an ice cube tray, freeze that stuff. Uh it'll be a little hard to get them out because coffee is really sticky for some reason. Um huh. but put those frozen ice coffee cubes into a big glass and then pour milk on that. Stir that shit up. It's very good. Um shit. Anyway. Oh wow. Oh that does sound yeah. really good. Right? It's good it's good stuff. Oh and you know you know what else is really good? This is this is a I, I found that on the internet, but I added my own flair. Take some honey, drizzle that on top of the frozen coffee bits. Then pour the milk on it and stir that shit up, especially if you warm the milk up a little bit because the, the Ooh, honey yeah. will have a tendency to crystallize. Yeah, uh, uh, but then the coffee will, the coffee cubes will cool the, the milk down right away. Anyway, do that, give it a stir. That is fucking, that's honey and milk, my man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but that exactly happened to me. I, I uh, or the mold thing where I made a pot of coffee, I forgot to clean the filter even though I emptied the pot out, like I dumped out the excess coffee when I was here oh, no. a while ago. Yeah. And I came back like two months later and I was like, we have to fucking throw this thing out. <laughs> like, oh. There's so, there's so much mold in there. I was like, we literally can't use this anymore. <laughs> I felt like such an asshole. Uh, <laughs> and I've never, I've never forgotten to take the filter out ever again. Nice. Coffee stories, man. You know, this is this is this is the adult. This is for grown-ups, you know. We're talking <laughs> about coffee. We talk about jobs, pencil lead. I mean, you name it, man. <laughs> you know, the 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 pres lord, um, all that stuff. Polities. Uh, you had a bike accident that you mentioned to me. Also, this is this is gonna be Jacob's story time. <laughs> Yeah, we, we got the we got the coffee. Now I want to hear about about this because you didn't tell me about it. You just mentioned that you had a bike accident, and and our friend Ian broke both of his arms recently in a biking accident. Yeah, so, terrible! I feel so bad. I did not break any bones that I'm aware of. So, okay, well that's I good. yeah. <laughs> um, cool. You want me to just jump into it? Dude, elaborate. Yeah, tell me about this wild <laughs> ride. It didn't have anything to do with uh, the recurring theme of amphibians and, and reptiles. <laughs> you know, uh, not directly, but I wouldn't be surprised if, <laughs> if they had something to do with it. <laughs> not directly. All right. Love it. Tell, me, tell me your tale. Okay, okay. So I went for a bike ride yesterday. I'm about three miles from the trails. So I just bike to the trails and then start riding around. I get there, I do a quick little thing, I ride up to the main area, and then I go to uh, this, like, kind of, kind of pretty rooty, little steep descent that I like to do. I'm coming in Damn pretty really. quick. Yeah, yep, that's me, baby. Uh, <laughs> and then it's kind of, the beginning is like a slight turn to the left, and then you hop over this route. Um, <clears throat> So I do the hop and I land, but my wheel, I'm not sure what happened, but my front wheel like slips and turns. And then all of a sudden I'm falling to my right and there's this tree because you kind of have to jump um, to the left of this tree. 
and I'm just diving straight at this tree. And it's so weird because, like, uh, <laughs> Olivia actually asked me about this the other day. She's like, oh, did it slow down while you were falling? And I was like, no, but as I was falling, there was, like, a second where it slowed down. I was just like, I don't want to hit this tree. This is going to hurt. <laughs> and then everything just sped back up. And I, like, completely wrapped around the tree. Um, I think my bike wrapped, like, around it a little bit, too. So I kind of made a circle. Oh and gosh. holy shit dude it hurt i immediately was like well my ribs are cracked for sure oh. um and then i got a bad bruise on some scratches that are kind of rough on my left bicep um and i was like okay that's just a scratch that won't hurt that bad um and i tried to stand up to walk my bike uh off the trail I got it off the trail and I just got really dizzy and I had to sit down. I was like, fuck, this hurts. Did you like winded yourself? Yeah, I think that's pretty much. I don't think so. Like I didn't get a headache. My head feels fine. I was super nervous about that, but there's no like dents in my helmet or anything. I'm really paranoid about hitting my head. So I think I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah, Jacob, Jacob has, uh, he was like, was it last year that you fell down the stairs and like, knocked yourself out or something i can't remember yeah it was less really than a stupid. year ago it was like november no it was uh l- late fall i think of 2019 yeah. yeah i just woke up one morning didn't feel that great and just was like oh i'll go sit on the couch downstairs and then passed out at the top of the stairs yeah that's that's no good <laughs> yeah it's not <laughs> ideal that sucks um, but luckily i did not pass out this time <laughs> Was there but, uh, more to your, your adventure? There's, there's a little bit more. Uh, I kind of went through <laughs> this whole thing where I kept thinking a different thing was wrong. So, like, initially, I, I was I, like, I yeah, so I was like, oh, my arm's fine, but my ribs are totally cracked. Like, I was yep. totally thought I just broke my ribs. Um, and I'm sitting on the side of the trail, and I was like, I got to call Olivia. She's got to come pick me up. And... So I do that, I get her to come, and then I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? I can breathe. <laughs> I think I can walk my bike to the, the main parking lot, which wasn't even that far away, maybe probably less than half a mile. But uh, I'm walking, my ribs hurt, but they're feeling okay. But uh, my left arm starts hurting the bicep. I couldn't, like, if I, like, tried to, like, pick stuff up with it, it would hurt. Um, so I like wasn't using it at all. And then I got to the parking lot, like, fuck, maybe I broke my arm instead. So I tried like, you know, putting some weight on it and it didn't hurt, but I was like, fuck, just my arm does hurt, but like, I don't think it's the bone, you know? And then in the car, I'm like, okay, maybe I like tore my bicep, you know, like maybe I just tore the muscle. I have a theory. (laughs) Yeah. What is it? Uh, Well, um, muscle contusions. They they can sometimes feel. I did. I. <laughs> I was going to my friend's house once, and I sneezed and got snot on my finger in an elevator, and oh, I bummer. flicked my hand really hard to flick it off, and I hit my finger against the wall of the elevator, and was convinced I fucking broke it. Oh shit! Because I had a muscle. I think it's like a. I think it's called a contusion, and it basically is just like. 
a welt inside your muscle. And it made my finger look crooked and broken, and I couldn't move my finger, and, and it was swollen and getting purple, and I was like, oh my god, my finger's fucking... And it felt broken as hell. Like, it was like that sharp, stingy, you know, like when the bone is actually pu punching into your your tendons. So you yeah. may have got... But they go away after, like, an hour or two. Like, they're actually not that... So it may have been that you had oh, a fucking shit. muscle contusion. Dude, yeah, because last night my, my bicep was just killing me. And then and, this and morning, now... like, it hurt to, like, do stuff with it, but now even it feels fine like i can lift it up and move it around i was gonna say that that's part of the, the problem is that it will re it will restrict the movement of the muscle as well because it's like essentially just swelled with blood um and it's, mm -hmm. it's like a minor weird bruise it may even look the same all over your ribs too if you if you hit it's almost it's almost like oobleck where if you hit your muscles hard enough like with enough like kinetic force they they react really violently and then they like overreact i think i mean that's not the best way of describing it. i'm not a doctor i had a nurse explain uh -huh. this to me while i was there and he had a much much more clear definition because <laughs> yeah, he's a nurse he knows what he's talking about anyway uh continue continue if there's if there's more this um <laughs> no this is about this is just basically me going through my thought process i guess because um, <laughs> well, like i feel like a lot of us have been there like uh, i've been there so many times that like man what's wrong now <laughs> i know dude yeah i was laying in bed um olivia helped like clean my cuts and stuff and uh, i was laying in bed i had an ice pack on my arm but then i was like shit how do i know if i have internal bleeding you know like i was like my ribs hurt a yeah. lot when i first hit it so i was like is my stomach like bleeding on the inside and i'm gonna die tonight in my sleep check your so yeah it's been good so far, and I didn't die last night, so I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that, that's I've had that fear before too, for different reasons, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that that is definitely a concern. Like there are things, especially if you're the type of person who has a really, I don't know, like a high tolerance for pain, or or, or you're you're used to ignoring things. Like sometimes you could feel something wrong, and you're just like. Am I going to know? Because you read these stories or you hear about these stories about people who have something like that happen to them and then, like, they don't realize it just because it's in some weird part of their body, but, like, they may have, like, created a blood clot from that trauma, like, shut off a vein or yeah. something. And, like, it's building and then suddenly uh -huh. like, you get, like, a giant bubble in your heart that, like, stops your heart for a, for a minute. Like That's what I was terrified about. Yeah. Oh. Olivia kept asking me if I wanted to go to the hospital, and I, you know, I really didn't want to because I didn't want to spend any money. But in the back of my head, I was like, "Fuck, I'm terrified." Not True. like terrified, I mean, but I was nervous, you know. One thing I think, uh, I think it's always, yeah, I don't know. You, you may all like it's always important to try and get yourself checked out if you can when something like mm -hmm. that happens. Just, just because. You may you may feel fine, but there may be something exactly like just just wrong. I feel like the chances of something being totally wrong are are, are kind of low. Although I don't know, that sounds like a pretty dramatic. But it, my point is, um, there are so many times where I felt that I've had to go to the emergency room or whatever, or even just urgent care, and like I tell myself like wait two or three days. Like if if I'm not in so much pain that I can't do anything then I'm probably going to be fine. And mm -hmm. honestly, I thought I broke my foot twice during this pandemic. And I just waited <laughs> it out. 
And then like two or three days later, I was like, okay, now it's like a, I don't know what it was. Like maybe it was a sprain or muscle contusion. Like I, I, I fell on my foot at the beginning of the pandemic and thought for certain I broke all my toes. Uh, but I was fine, you know? So uh, the human body is incredibly resilient. Uh, we, I think, yeah. we, especially if you're fit, uh, mm-hmm. I, think, I think, you know, we don't give it as much credit as it's due because it's, we're tough motherfuckers, man. I mean. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, dude, right now, I feel pretty fine. My bicep's a little blue, but other yeah, than that, like, like, it's just kind of sore, you know? Got some yeah, scrapes, but... Bruising, bruising is, is honestly, like, almost a good thing, depending on, mm-hmm. on how, how it looks. And then, what was I going to say? Check your heart rate and stuff, and just keep paying attention to your oh. head, and and look in your u- urine and your stool to see that there's no, like, blood in it. Mm-hmm. Cause that that might well I don't know maybe that wouldn't that wouldn't really show that's a different sort of internal bleeding I'm I'm used to the, like stomach bleeding and stuff like that I've had issues with that before in the past where like oh yikes my yeah <laughs> but, oh uh, man dude dude that's crazy that reminds me one time when we were in high school and I was at I was up at Sugarbush I think it was there were a few weekends where I would just go up there alone and hope I ran into people and yep people listening. You know, if if you if you like to ski and ride, and you like you're a woodchuck like me, I don't like the park. I don't like the normal trails. I like going to the woods. The woods are cool, especially in Vermont. Uh, you know, like mm-hmm. New England. If there's a place you can go skiing around here, especially now, fucking you know the way the climate's getting. But uh, you know, the woods are cool. You can see cool stuff in there. You know, it's it's interesting terrain. There, you know, it's it's uh, generally steeper. There's also more like powder and stuff out there, depending on where you go. It's nice. They're cool. But don't go out there without a friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a moment, the exact same thing happened to me. I wrapped myself around a tree. Uh, I was snowboarding. Uh. It was the same thing. It wasn't to the same degree, because I, I don't think, because I, I was able to slow myself way, way down. Uh, mm-hmm. But like at the last second, because it was super icy, I hit like just a patch of ice uh, right underneath me. And what was ha- as I was trying to slow down, there was a root that caught me at the very last second that I just oh, didn't no. see. Yeah, it was under the snow, and uh, I just wrapped around a tree. Uh, so when you said that, that's immediately I thought of was like, holy shit! But there was another time. I think I was on the same trail. It was uh, it was at it was at North somewhere. I was going down, and I hit a I hit a patch of ice, but it was like right above a little like ledge so when i hit it i skirted over just into open air and i was just kind of <laughs> flying through the air in, in my so i was like holy shit but it was right on like a a left hand turn and so i, I guess that's regular yeah regular so i'm a i ride regular and so i was going left so my face was facing down the mountain and my board was right in front of me so when i did that and slid into the air i was like never happier about being a, a fucking snowboarder at that moment because the snowboard hit the tree, not me, and I just kind of like bounced off of it. Like, holy shit, that was so close! Oh damn, um, that's wild, dude! Yeah, dude oh my god, we're interesting people. <laughs> yeah, what, what were you guys? Oh jeez, no, you just made me think of something I that uh, or just re- remember something from yesterday where I hit the tree immediately afterwards and i saw like little branches like falling off the tree or something like wood falling down <laughs> dude you hit that thing hard i know 
How fast were you going? Dude, uh, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> but yeah, I was I wasn't going slow. You know, like it was <laughs> That's awesome. That's scary, man. <clears throat> now, I've got another question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Olivia uh did she ask you before you left if you fell, if everything slowed down and you fell, just in general about something, or did she ask you afterward? Oh, no, this was afterwards. Like, we were okay. back at our apartment and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Oh, that'd be so weird. <laughs> That's what I thought, and I was like, how did she know? Because, you, know you know what's interesting about that? And I'm going to go on a, a small tangent. Um, when I was, this was like six years ago at this point, um, you remember when I went to Switzerland, I had a, a real bad accident. Mm-hmm. I had moments like that, because essentially this accident for viewers, I won't go super far into it, I, I fell down a cliff for like five five minutes. <laughs> like, it was just a five minute fall, which doesn't sound long, but if you're falling That's a, a long, long time to fall. <laughs> yeah, it's a long fucking fall. Like, oh maybe, my God. I, I don't remember it that clearly. Because I had so many moments like that where time just stopped. And because there was yeah. there's one room in particular I remember very clearly where I was rolling and I rolled off of an actual cliff uh, and into just open air. Like I, it was like a dead drop below me. And I was like, I'm going to fucking die right now. And there I was lucky. I didn't shoot off of it. I like tumbled. So I like, you know, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to explain with like, words but if you can picture like if you drop you know jello sliding down a sloped surface of like uh, a table i just kind of like just over the lip of this cliff fell and there were two trees that were kind of like it wasn't a super tall cliff it was probably like 10 feet so i wasn't gonna die die but um not gonna feel good <laughs> No, but at the bottom of it, there were two trees growing really close next to each other, and there was a big deadfall in between them. So it created this, like, almost like a football post. And so between the cliff and the tree laying horizontally between these two trees, I fucking, I fell so perfectly. I was kind of sideways. My legs went through first, but my elbow, like my bicep on my left arm hit the tree and kind of forced me to like slam my forearm down and catch myself and then my chin hit the fucking it like jaw my chin split in half when this happened but it slammed into the tree and i caught myself on my jaw and my arm and hung there for for a minute like wow this bucket close and then i just kind of oh like released myself but that that moment the, I'll, like the, i'll never forget that because that was one of the moments for sure where i was like it felt like everything stopped for like a year i was just like in air yeah. like beneath me like holy shit this is wow and then but uh it's just funny that you mentioned that like our brains the adrenaline when you're in a um when you're in a fight or flight i mean this isn't really fight or flight but it's the same sort of like adrenal response in your brain Mm -hmm. um this this actually is part of why uh people get ptsd the emergency center of your brain when you're in a moment like that, you know, you're about to experience serious physical pain or trauma, uh, your body, it's, it's an ancient, an ancient, ancient, like instinctual, every animal does this. That's why other animals can actually like potentially get PTSD. There's a part of your brain that tracks. Yeah. There's, there's a part of your brain in most complex organisms. There's a part of your brain that 
keeps track of time. And obviously we understand time a little differently than, than maybe a squirrel does, but there's still a biological thing in their brain that's keeping track of however time flows for, for them. It keeps track of that. And when you're in an emergency state, <clears throat> that's part of why, uh, or at least I believe this is the case, that's part of why things slow down is your brain shuts that part of your itself off. So your brain shuts off the part of it that can tell time and, and keep track of time. And so that's why if you experience something like really, really traumatic, that's part of, for some people, that's part of the PTSD is that um, their brain, it associates that trigger of emergency with that period of, in time where it was at its like highest level, right? So like, let's say, you know, you were in combat, like the most, one of the most common examples is when you're in, you know, let's say like you're a veteran and, and you're on like the front line and you, you know, witness something terrible. Uh, in that moment, your brain is at its highest level of emergency state. And so it's not keeping, you know, the, the part of it that keeps track of time is, is now shut off. And so what happens uh, often is when those people are removed from that situation, you know, like, let's say, again, like the soldier, like, you know, take them out of the battlefield, put them back in, in a civilian setting. If they get panicked, like, let's say, you know, even the smallest things that scare you, you know, like somebody coming up behind you and like, you know, you don't expect it or like, you know, maybe a dish falls in the living room and it you know, makes you raise your head. That those little things can trigger the emergency response. But because it's so connected to the part of your brain that uh, keeps track of time, it automatically goes back to that that period where you were experiencing such a level of stress and pain. Like, even if it's like, like, I mean, I have, I have a complex uh, PTSD and I have it really under control now, but in the early stages, because for me it was heights, when I would walk downstairs uh, and I'd feel like I was going to trip, you know when your heart kind of like goes, oh, whoa, like when you think you, you missed a step? Yeah. I would be brought right back to fucking, I'm going to die right now. <laughs> even though it was oh just like, my shoe was untied or something like you, your brain associates the two things. And then so rather than being able to parse through the fact that like, oh, this isn't an immediate threat. This is just a, you know, this is a whatever threat. Your brain jumps right back to, nope, I'm going to die right now. Uh, and that's, you know, that's, you know, it can be hard for people. But interesting little, little tangent there. Just like, that's a funny, I think that, that, that that's part of why I think time seems to stand still, uh, especially in moments like that, because your brain recognizes like, okay, we're about to experience a lot of pain right now. Get ready. And then it happens. Yeah, that's interesting. I uh, um, kind of, you made me think of this, uh, but in high school, I don't know if you remember, I flipped a truck um, driving home one day. <laughs> I do not remember this. When was this? Was this when I was away? I think so. I think it was junior year. I was driving back. I was a ski instructor at Sugarbush, and I was driving back home. Mm. And it was snowy. And rear-wheel rear drive with, like, bald tires, truck. Um, oh. I came around a turn. It just started sliding. I went into a ditch. And, like, it started. And I just, this is the part that I just remember so clearly. It, like, started rolling. And, like, everything, like, just, like, slowed down. I was like... Oh, this is what people feel like before they die. And then I <laughs> flipped over upside down. <laughs> what a fucking sentence. 
<laughs> oh, this is what people feel like before that. Just such a casual thought. That's the end of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, come on. Um, but yeah, no, I was just thinking because uh, you said like time just kind of stopped. It, I think it was very, it was a similar thing where everything was just slow and like it looked mm-hmm. like the world was turning into a car flip. But luckily, I was wearing my seatbelt. I had no oh, yeah. scratches or anything, dude. I was. I just That's walked it. away from it somehow. I was very lucky. Hunter and I did that. Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> we were we were skipping work that day, and uh, <laughs> we drove right by fucking Shaw's too. It was great. Um, that's where he was working, and we were driving down. We were driving past the DeFries farm. On no, no listener is gonna get this. This is like the <laughs> smallest fucking towns in Vermont. <laughs> uh, in, in Vermont, of all places. I mean, you know, it's fucking Mad River Valley. East Warren, anyone been there? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, he, he, he loved drifting. Remember when he got that like shitty little Audi? Didn't and... it have like a red door because he broke one off or something? Dude. It had it had a fucking everything fucked up. That thing was he got it for I think eight hundred dollars. Oh my god! In, ca- in cash, yeah. It was. It I was love that. Shaw's, it was it was Shaw's and pot money <laughs> that he bought that thing with, and uh, he loved to try to drift in it and do like like drifting stuff. It was like a hatchback. Which is stupid. It's a hatchback. Don't drift in that. <laughs> all the all the weights <laughs> in the back of it, man. And so he he kept doing that. Like we were driving and hanging out, and he, you know he'd do that. We we were going uh, down. We were headed towards like Plankton, and there's that stop sign that's sticking up. That's like this big stop sign, and he tries to drift around it. Anybody listening? This this is a three way intersection that's like big. It's like oddly large for three ways intersection. Um, Two. Is this where Plunkton hits whatever that other road is? Yeah, exact. Yes, like in the, exactly. in the turn. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it, there's basically one. There's one road that kind of connects all the towns of our our valley that we lived in, uh, and then off of that road was another road, and it goes. It would go through my area where where we used to live. There weren't really like suburbs. It was just wilderness with houses along roads. Um, <laughs> Which is pretty sweet, honestly. I, I actually did like that a lot. Uh, I like it way more than this boring ass place. But um, <laughs> basically, the the one road is normal. But then when it c- turns onto that excess road, there's a lot of pavement there. So it's like a really wide area. It's almost like a parking lot in like the middle. Of the, it's, it's strange. It's it's quite large for where it is. So it's a nice place to drift. And he tried to drift there, almost hit the stop sign. And that's when I was like, all right, let's stop doing that, man. You know, that was our last chance. You know, that was that was the universe saying, hey, I know we had fun, but, you know, whatever. He's like, all right. Then he kept fucking doing it. And on the way back, he 180 that thing. <laughs> and we landed in a ditch. Uh, Holy. And the world didn't slow down then, but we had our seatbelts on. Thank everything. Because <laughs> if we didn't, that would have been a disaster. Like, I would, yeah. like, I definitely would have broken my neck, uh, you know, just picturing you, the way we spun out. Did the car like spin like like you drifted one eighty or it flipped over one eighty? Oh no, it it spun. Sorry, I should have been more clear. Okay. It spun around. So basically, 
we're coming down. It's a dirt road, bear in mind. And it had washboard on it because it had been raining oh. that week. And I told him, I don't even like driving normally on washboard, especially, you know, especially in like a truck or something, because, although this wasn't a truck, but it, it, can, it could fuck you up. Like, you can just completely, like, that, that happened to me once. I was driving around that little Toyota thing, and uh, I was just driving straight down that bridge by Blueberry Lake, and it's like, just started, like, shaking off to the right. And, you know, my dad was with me. He's like, just just don't hit the brakes. Don't hit the brakes. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it slow down, and it'll figure itself out. There's not much you can do. He's drifting mm-hmm. over this shit. And so he tries to do his drift. It goes way too far. So he basically almost 180s, tries to correct it. So in reality, it was a 360. He, he did a 180 to the left, overcorrected, and the whole thing spun completely around to the right. So, yeah, it was like a full... We did a 180 so that if we were driving on the right side of the road, we're now almost facing the opposite direction. He corrects that. And then, like, you know, I guess the thing just pivoted around the hatchback in the back and just spun entirely out, and then we slammed into the ditch, and, and we were facing the other direction. You know, completely 360 degrees. We were now, we had gone, we had gone left 180 and then turned right 360. And so it was like this, I th- basically, just like a weird spinny turnaround. The world, time didn't slow down then, but, uh, yeah, the way we landed in the ditch, if I didn't have my seatbelt on, it, it stopped me from going up into the air. That was the problem is the car was sideways when we, were, when we had landed, so he couldn't even get out of his side of the car. But the way we landed, my head, yeah, my head would have gone straight into the ceiling had I not had that seatbelt on. I was like, I would have broken my neck or, or like cracked my skull. And he, I mean, I'm surprised his arm was okay because yeah. his whole door just got slammed. Uh, and it was mud. We were really lucky that it was still wet because we just essentially just landed in swamp. And then Teddy DeFreest, that's, it's Teddy. Fuck, I hope I got that right. I should know that guy because he fucking raised me when I was little. Um, Teddy DeFreest drove by his fucking tractor. Like, <laughs> like five minutes later, he's driving by his tractor. And we're like, hey, he looks at us. He's like, what the hell happened to you guys? And we're like, man, fish, you know, washboard fuck and he, he totally bought it like he knew we weren't drifted and he's like i think i got the chains and he just pulled us out and his car was still running but yeah after he replaced <laughs> the door he gave it that weird spray paint paint job and zip tied the whole wow. thing together and then turned it around for like 200 600 like nothing he sold it for like dirt mm-hmm. <laughs> to someone who was going to repair it but weird story a little, little bit of a tangent but <laughs> crashing wow. stories um i had another question i was going to ask you about your incident and i can't remember what it was how do your legs and stuff feel what about your back dude my legs are fine there's like two cuts on them but they're I just mean, like my neck that's feels the thing good if you feel okay then uh then you're probably yeah. okay <laughs> at this point i say we take a quick break and uh We'll be right back. We're back. A dinosaur story. I feel like I made that joke last time. Jacob told us a a harrowing experience he had with a bicycle in a tree. And 
I think it's good material for for a good for a good film. You know? You know what I'm saying, J Man? Yeah, I got you, I got you. I don't think I've ever called you J Man uh... in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. It's it's this summer's thriller, right? You know how you know how like in a good thriller it's all about the build up, right? Mm-hmm. It's all, you know, for that payoff or no payoff. Let's make this a say three hour long eh, two and a half hour film, right? Mm-hmm. And the, we'll, we'll spend it's all about the build-up so what did you what, you know what were you doing the morning before the crash like that that we can incorporate into our into our build-up towards like we need to we need to foreshadow i mean it's called the crash people it's foreshadowed in the title it's right there the crash <laughs> all right let's see let's see um <clears throat> i worked most of the day um okay made made some progress on my on the stuff I was working on, and then I got home and I was super hungry, so I had dinner. Pause. I like Pause. It. Wait, okay. what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this before? Did you figure out the the coffee situation at work at this point, or is that today? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. that was yesterday. Yeah, when I learned about it. Okay, so you walk into the office. First thing that happens: doorknob falls off the door. Crash. Bang. Subtitle mm-hmm. is Crash as it falls. <laughs> it's kind of like off face. You know, he's like grabbing the thing and sh- shocking him. Uh-huh. First foreshadowing. You shut the door. Glass shatters, falls. <laughs> right? You get a the theme here? You walk up. Do you walk by a secretary? Do you walk by anyone when you go into the office? Like, what do you do when you get into the office? No, uh, I do have to. They have like a temperature scanning thing. So okay. maybe, maybe there's like a system crash. You know, maybe the system's down in the morning for some reason. The system crashes. Yes, yes. <laughs> crash. You know, we're gonna have this film's gonna be subtitled, by the way. The subtitle, you know, the crash. I'm do it in English. Subtitle crash. What if instead of English? No, that's too much foreshadowing. I was gonna say instead of English, we just have crashing sounds. So you just stand there with your mouth open, and crashing sounds come out of it. <laughs> no, no, no. We're trying to thrill people, not not captivate them. System crash. Subtitle crash. Do do they do a forehead thermometer? Do do they do that thing? Um, there there is an option for that in the smaller building. After you go through the reception area, how much of a walk is it to your office? What do you what do you see on your way there? And I walk through some offices, then I walk outside to. Oh building I and then I walk through like a garage my desk <laughs> okay outside can you see the garage or hear cars going in and out of the garage when you're outside um no it's not like a parking garage it's like a storage garage mostly um but it's right uh, next to the parking lot and right next to the main is it like forklifts and, and stuff in there right now honestly I think it's just a bunch of junk okay don't know what any of this stuff is used for. And you walk through there. Mm-hmm. And before there, what's the outside? Oh, there. Like? Oh, yeah? Um, well, it's kind of like L-shaped almost. Like, 
there's the garage and then like where the offices are is like the other part of the L and then like in that area is like a small parking lot that's connected to the larger parking Okay. Basically, as you walk outside, all you can hear is crash, crash. The subtitles are just one, all, all caps, crash. There, there is, they are doing some construction outside. So, you know, maybe they're just okay. dropping a bunch of stuff. Or to your left, things are falling. Excavators are crashing into each other and, and collapsing. Bulldozers are <laughs> and crashing. The garage is full of cars just slamming into each other as you go. Every, every time this happens, by the way, we do a close-up on your eye, like sweat beating down, and you're like... <sighs> and there's like heavy... Not a lot of talking, right? This is, this is heavy, this is dark, this is, this is a... <laughs> you're, you're, you're like struggling through the garage. You're not even thinking about your bike ride at this point, you know? You're just, you're just going through the garage, avoiding all the shrapnel that's flying around. It, it, it's terrible, right? You get to your desk. All of your pencils fall off your desk. Your, 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 your <laughs> chair falls over. Your boss slips as he comes, or she, I don't know who your boss is, as they come over to you and, and, and try to tell you about the new coffee. As the coffee, as they're slipping, flies out of their hand into the, and the, and the cup crashes to the ground. Subtitle, crash. Jacob, what do you Dude, you know what did actually happen while I was at work? Yes. I dropped, I dropped an Allen wrench, like, I swear to God, ten times, right, er, like, right in a row. Why am I even writing this? Bam! <laughs> Allen wrench, falling, falling, crash, crash, whole scene, subtitle, crash. <laughs> Why you... Is that just the intro? Is that just the intro of, no, the, of the movie? Think of it now. We're in the, we're, this is hour <laughs> one. This is, the, the first hour was... was, was you know, you walking to your car, there's bird shit falling everywhere, acorns are everywhere, leaves are falling, even though it's summer, you know, you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Leaves? Anyway, there's like four accidents on the road. They're all bicycles. Um, <laughs> just, oh, that took me a second. Just a pile up of bicycles everywhere. Mm -hmm. And you think, I can't even oh, get home. Well, what do you think when you see those bikes, right? I mean, you're thinking... Fuck, I want to get on my bike. Amateurs. A amateur? You guys are amateurs. I can bike. <laughs> yes. That, that's it. That's a hubris. That's a hubris. Okay. Yes, this is a tragedy thriller. This is my tragic, my, uh, yeah. oh, what is it? Your, 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 your fatal flaw. This is my fatal flaw, my hubris. You are a, you consider yourself a bike baron? <laughs> Absolutely. Like <laughs> yep. A, you know, like a bean baron, but for bikes. Oh, I get it. Oh, oh, I get it. Awesome. <laughs> you could be a bike burger. You know, like a bike burger meister. We could set it in Germany. Anyway. Okay, so everything's crashed in the garage. You know, we're an hour. You know, we're okay. Maybe not an hour. We're like half an hour. What are you working on that involves an Allen wrench? <laughs> what are you? What are you oh, I'm just like I'm like putting something together like for for measurements and stuff it's gonna be for measuring optical devices like uh like the shape like like uh like figuring out like how close is the shape to what you want to be based. basically what you're what you're doing is you're figuring out how to create a way of visualizing a crash from 360 degrees no matter where you're standing. 
Do <laughs> super lens. Yeah, as well that's as, exactly it. You know, crash protective goggles so your eyeballs don't get ruined, you know, when you're crashing. All of this is foreshadowing what's coming. Right? Crash. Mm -hmm. Crash. How does the rest of your day go? How do you react? How do you react to your boss falling, the Allen wrench falling, sliding, you know, you know, crashing into their head on the fifth fall, the coffee everywhere? I mean, it's bizarre yeah. now, right? All this crash. Right. It's, it's strange. Bizarre. Probably frustrated, you know? I saw everything going wrong. Are you confused? By the way, there's violins just <laughs> like the whole time. Just like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, low no fact, all optics companies have like a whole uh, a quartet of, <laughs> of stringed instruments just playing all the time. That's how you make good optics. The strings are following you. Tripping every second. <laughs> you know, every, every time you hear a violin start going, it falls. It's interesting. It's crazy. You're starting to think, you know, what are you thinking? You're, you're thinking like, man, everything's just crashing today. Everything's falling. You know, system crash, computer crash. How does the rest of your day at work go? Well, I think since hubris is supposed to be the fatal flaw here, he would probably be thinking, oh, I'm just getting all the bad luck out of the way now. And this afternoon's going to be great. Yes. He <laughs> says that to his boss. He says, well, mm -hmm. it's a good thing we're getting all this bad luck out of the way now, huh? And then your boss sighs, and he's like, right. Anyway, get this coffee off. <laughs> you go to get the vacuum to suck all the coffee off. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> you suck the coffee off your, off your boss's shirt. It's totally fine. As he leaves your desks, he trips and falls about four or five times. It's fine. How does your day end? Do you just get in your car and go home? Uh, same story. All the crashing around you. Do you, you drive to work or do you walk to work? Yeah, no, I drive. I drive. All right. All right, cool. So as you're driving, you know, we, we set up a few shots of just like going through intersections and like almost getting T-boned, you know, like coming around the corner, almost hitting a kid mm -hmm. you know, or a bike, uh, you know. Maybe a few branches fall off some trees near the road. Branches are falling off, off the trees. You know, you're driving and there's like visions of, of bicycles turning inside out and wheels flying everywhere. But, but you're, just, you're just like, whatever, you know, in your car. You get home. What did you eat for dinner? Before you went biking. You said you ate dinner right. before biking, which sounds cool I did. I tried to... <laughs> Uh, dude, I don't know. When I bike, like, if I have, like, a fairly full stomach, it's, like, pretty okay. But if I try to do that when I run, it's terrible and awful. You know, that's really funny. I feel like that has to do with the way that your body moves. Anyway, what yeah. was it? All right. Dinner. Uh, Something crap. Right. It was rice, yeah, with an egg and, oh, man, there was it literally avocado and tomatoes and seaweed flakes. Complete, huh? Okay, so it looks yeah. like a crash, like a crash of food on your plate. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything's just mashed together. The egg okay. is cracked open, so like it has the runny yolk. It looks like your brain is going to look. Okay, look. <laughs> As you're making this, crash, it falls on the ground. Subtitle, crash. <laughs> what made you go biking after all of this? You know, like the whole day, everything is crashing around you. 
everything's crumbling. You, your food is on the ground. You're looking. At- oh well, clearly it's gonna be it's gonna be the best bike ride ever. All this bad luck is just gone, out of the way. What could go wrong? Yes, J.P. Bonesworth, half dog, half he gets on his hands and knees, <laughs> eats his plate off the ground because it fell and crashed, and he's just licking it up, <laughs> happy as can be, thinking, well, glad that this crashed, and I won't crash. Little does he know. We're on the third hour now. <laughs> just hit hour three. Just hit hour three. Do you like no, no signs of stopping. No signs of stopping. No, it's all build-up. It's all build-up. Everything's crashing foreshadowing you know the audience is sitting there thinking the crash is going to happen crashing is the the theme of this movie this movie is called crash <laughs> crashes are occurring do you bike to the trail yeah okay roadkill is about 15 50 miles mm-hmm. 15 minutes sorry oh. <laughs> no <laughs> okay so you bike 100 miles to get to the trail <laughs> and that 100 mile stretch you know Party was kind of chickening out. You know, party was like, wait, maybe, maybe there's like a lot of bad luck, you know? You know, you're seeing all these squirrels and like roadkill and like cars, you know, you're a tires and other bicycle riders. Literally, it's like nobody knows how to drive anymore except for you on your bike. And you're going and going. <laughs> you get to the trail. How long does it take to get on the trail? How long does it take to get on yeah, the trail? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you bike up and then back down? No, it's pretty flat, so it was like kind of, I kind of started at the top of this hill, and then I biked down, it was short, and then I okay. biked up, and then went down again, but like... You gaze at, over this flat field in the woods, and you're like, perfect, no crashing here. Completely yeah. flat. Yeah? Well, basically, yeah, no, like, um, what is it? It's kind of next to the interstate, but there, yeah, there's no one around, you know? All the trees were upright. It's it's a hundred yeah, exactly. Ninety degree angles. You know, perfectly flat. <laughs> I mean, other than the curvature of the earth. It's perfectly flat. It's perfectly flat. I'm not a flat earther, but boys, don't worry. Um completely, <laughs> completely, you know, pseudo flat because again the world is and so, you know, you're like, all right, cool. No way I'm gonna crash here, right? Go, mm-hmm. go, 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 go. Uh we're on hour four now. You you you're you're seeing like news helicopters, and they're like you know they they've got mics and you know and they're they're screaming out the news for the world because because all the television networks have crashed even the helicopters are crashing before they get all the news. they're just you know people are writing smoke signals with planes before they crash uh, and they can't finish the sentences obviously to explain that there's a world <laughs> phenomena you know and Haley's comet <laughs> is also in the sky that is a detail by the way the whole movie Haley's comet in the sky, you know, just like in Greece during that one Phoenician whatever thing, uh, when the Athens just like, were, were fighting, huh? You just every time the sky is in shot, you just always see Haley's comet. Yeah, it, it's honestly a lot of people are looking at this movie. The lighting is going to be definitely like post-apocalyptic. You know, we're going to get some real Chernobyl vibes. Uh, you know, perfect. People aren't going to know what's happening. Biking on flat road. What do you fucking see other than a small iguana and a frog? No. Frog. No, 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 no. A snake. No, you want? What? Oh. Did you actually see a frog? No. (laughs) No. 
No, not actually. Oh, wouldn't that be great, though? With a farmer hat. And an iguana. Yeah. You're thinking, wait a minute. This iguana's got got a little captain's hat on? Iguanas aren't native to New York. All that was flat. I don't know. how, How do they... How do they do this? How do they pull off this trick, Jacob? Because before you, everything... There's a curtain. They have, no, they have a curtain up, yes. and it just falls down. Yes! It's Looney Tunes style. Fake <laughs> wall. You're like, oh, a train tunnel. Interesting. I wonder what these two lizards are doing. Reptiles. Lizards. Reptoid. Yeah, okay, so definitely the reptiles are bad guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the movie ends. Wait, no, no, no. No, the movie ends. Then after, no, 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 I, dude, I got something perfect to add. <laughs> it cuts back to my apartment, and it shows my kitchen. And in my kitchen, this also is literally true, there's a picture of a frog playing a violin. And the last frame of the movie, because we cut, we cut to that frog. We cut to the kitchen. Mm-hmm, like picking mm-hmm. up, no, she's not even in there. It's just a plate. It's plate on the floor, cracked in half, slobber from when you were eating it, because you're half dog, half human. <laughs> and, you know, important detail that shouldn't be left out. Established in the beginning of the movie. Say <laughs> we pan up, and the violin frog is there. No violin, but just one tear. Comes out of the painting, three-dimensional, as if the frog crying. Credits, uh, subtitle crash. No, I love it. Calls. And that's the end of the movie. Okay. <laughs> that's the summer thriller. Crash. <laughs> and that's it. I mean, that's it. I've... Jacob, thoughts? I think it's literally perfect. I think there is no movie. That could be better than. This is a winner. Uh, this is definitely yeah. a winner. I think the only downside is people would have to know about the the frog snake war, and I think not enough people do. Um, I think it's a very secret no, war. No, 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 no. I I, I think that does <laughs> so much for the story if people have no idea, right? Oh, okay. And I see. only those special people, right? This is, is going to be played in like all those weird. In- from like you know, thirty years ago, that don't no longer. You know what I'm saying? Seventies, eighties, and nineties independent film, more mostly nineties. It's gonna be like that, right? So it's gonna be playing at art houses and stuff. People are gonna know, and if they don't know, then they won't get it, and that's the point. <laughs> and that war, you know, this is just this is just us, you know, taking. Taking taking a magnifying glass and holding it up to society's wrong, right? About amphibians and reptiles going, excuse us. Yeah, yeah, can't ignore it anymore. They made this guy crash. Subtitle crash. <laughs> there you go. I, I think we're definitely, this is going to do well. This is going to be, you know, going to all the circles. <laughs> Every film. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three and a half hour, you know, I'm sorry, a four and a half hour. Four and a half hour. Thriller about this man's journey through his crash. 
good stuff. Stuff. We're definitely geniuses. Anything else mm-hmm. to add, me? <laughs> I don't know. Do we want like a Marvel style like quick clip at the end of the credits or holy or is it just credit? Okay, so we've got forty five minutes of credits. <laughs> Because we made this for free, and you know it was literally all volunteer work, so thousands of people, mm-hmm. like a million people, I think. Also, we're going to make it literally impossible to fast forward through the credits when you have the CD somehow. I don't know how we're going to do that, but that's going to be a thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you think this is getting released on DVD? <laughs> this is going to be on our streaming service, um, Pasta... Oh, it's just going to be a live stream all the time. When we get our website up and running, it's just going to be this movie. It's just going to be on the front page all the time. The human pasta specific streaming service called Spaghetti Tubes. (laughs) Where we have full control over the stream at all times. And you don't. So... (laughs) We also decide when you pause, and we also decide which scenes you have to watch three times in a row before you continue. Yes. This uh, originally was called Cable, but we've rebranded it. Who cares about Cable <laughs> when, when, you're, when you're a mess of salted food? You know? And when you're as brilliant as us. I mean, come on. <laughs> Talk about Crash. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it, it sells itself. Crash. With a title like Crash. Just, you know, two professional writers over here being brilliant. (laughs) I think that's enough for today. Everyone's going to steal our great idea uh, now that we've released it to the world. Mm -hmm. I don't don't believe in copyright, so we're not going to get a copyright. (laughs) I believe in in artists that are cool enough to be like, hey, that's yours, man. Keep it. Anyway. (laughs) I'm Quentin. And this is Jacob. Subtitle Crash. Subtitle Crash.